Something New is supported by listeners like you. Visit joelbnew.com and help this podcast continue to grow, thrive, and be a part of the creative conversation. Hello, dear listeners. Welcome to Season 5, Episode 9 of Something New, a musical theater podcast. I'm your host, Joel B. New. How's everybody been? Another two weeks, and here we are with a brand new episode. I'm very excited to bring you my super fun conversation with this week's guest, Robbie Roselle. We're going to be talking about all of the many facets that make up his career and have led him to making his cabaret solo debut at 54 Below this coming Friday, June 9th at 9.30 p.m. I was actually going to have Robbie on my show a little later in the season, but then as the concert date got closer, I was like, no, why wouldn't you have him on it now to talk about it before it happens and talk about the exciting process? As a result of pushing the episode a little early, uh, there there is no song premiere this week, but please take heart because we're going to have Robbie back, you guys. That's right. In a couple of episodes, I'll be doing my somewhat annual season reunion roundtable, just like I had last year with season one uh, alums, Gay Marshall, Chris York, Billy Bustamante, and Christine Patterson. I also wanted to bring you something, so instead of Robbie's song, I'm including a highlight from the In the Works concert that I was a part of a couple of weeks back at Thomas Honick and Lisa Moss's concert series at the Duplex. A couple of other things. After this, we'll have four more episodes of season five, and then we're at the concert finale. I can't believe it. They're going to be big concert finale announcements coming at you very soon, so stay tuned on all the social media channels to find out where and when, who's performing, all that good stuff. Also, our Q&A Coffee Mug Sweepstakes is coming to a close this Friday, June 9th, so while you're ordering your tickets for Robbie's show, just open up a new tab and go to Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, wherever you follow me, and ask your questions about the podcast, about my creative process, about any of my guests, and I'm going to put all the questions together. I plan to answer most of them here on the podcast a couple of episodes from now. One lucky questioner will win their very own Something New podcast mug. So I think that about does it. I'm going to get you on over to my conversation with Robbie Roselle right now. Thanks. I am sitting here in my apartment in Brooklyn with my dear friend, Robbie Rizel. Robbie Rizel, how are you? I took two trains to get here, so I am great. You're great. Yeah. <laughs> Did I you take been... a nap? Uh, yeah, yeah, a little bit. No, you can't. It's rush hour. No. That's true. Yeah. That's true. But I just, like, I got my hair cut at Marty Thomas and flew to you. I had no so. idea that Marty Thomas did hair. First of all, he's amazing, and he's just one of those people who contains many multitudes. Yeah. Yeah, he does hair like, on a lot of Broadway shows, too. No kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should talk to him. You should. You know what? Let's just stop this interview. I'm We're, just gonna, Guys, just, sorry. thanks so much. <laughs> <Good night. laughs> 54 <Okay>. Below, <laughs> June 9th, 9.30. <laughs> Um, Shortest interview ever. Oh my god, thank you. I like, yeah. to, I like to break records here in Brooklyn. <laughs> I met Robbie through, this is going to get so droppy, 
uh, through Broadway Records. Broadway Records. Who was kind enough to uh, put Cabot Cove on their label. The best. That EP is so good, y'all. Thank you. I'm not just saying that because he's sitting... Like, literally kissing distance from yeah. me. Oh, God, it's literally right there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I love that album. Thank you. I play it a lot. That makes me so happy. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Are you nuts? It's I'm really very proud good. of it. Yeah. Thank you. I... Guys, if you don't have it, first of all, why are you listening to this podcast? Right? Right. But <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Mom. Dad. Uh, <laughs> but it's such a great album. Thank you. And um, that's when I fell in love with you, so carry on. Well, I was I I was so thrilled that you guys said yes, and oh. you know I didn't know Van or you at all. I was a complete cold email mm-hmm. that I sent, and that's how I met you. And you know I met you through a very specific situation, and I was introduced to you through you know oh like you know he's our our in house designer, right? Yeah, I'm so, uh, I'm so I'm Broadway Records <clears throat> uh, in house graphic designer and project manager. Um, and in fact, the email that you sent, the cold email that you sent came to me. I was the first person who listened to it and I said, Van, we, we should release this. Uh, and he listened and obviously made the ultimate decision. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just fell in love and so well, honestly, your record deals because of me. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you (laughs) so much. (laughs) I don't really talk like this in life. No, it's weird. Uh, but you put a mic what, with Brooklyn. a screen in front of my face in right? Brooklyn. The pop filters are nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I <laughs> pop in those peas. <laughs> the longer I've known you, I've just keep zooming out and I and I discover that you do so much more. And like I continue to zoom out and I'm like, oh my god, how did I not know who Robbie Rizal was? Yeah, before? that's weird. <laughs> like that we like this is like we we've met less than a year ago yeah when because the album came out december and it's yeah because that's when the party at the duplex was mm-hmm. with the dame angela lansbury pin yeah. yeah oh it's my favorite thing good day favorite thing a good concert thanks that the songs the credited are you nuts they were great uh the fag hag rag bye Oh, thank Shut you. It down. Oh, thank it's you. Hilarious. That's very sweet. Yeah. And you're welcome because I heard that song once and just name dropped it. Yeah, you did. I just want to say that I heard it one time. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> once it's like Encyclopedia Brown up in this. You do know a lot of random musical theater facts. I, yeah, is um, that where does that come from? Well, I can't add, so my brain had to fill up with something else. Okay, right. Fair. Um, I don't. I don't do anything useful. I just have like. <laughs> theater skills <laughs> and <laughs> random factoids so if like you want me on a trivia team that's just like broadway yeah i'm gonna win you're gonna the shut it down steak gift certificate yeah like the, the omaha steak gift packet that's right right regis and kelly but not any extra like there will not be four extra hamburgers in the pack anyway <laughs> um but um i so i very young uh very young. Like, uh, Where are you from? Okay. Uh, <laughs> once upon a time, a long... Uh, I was born in uh, Binghamton, New York. Okay. Uh, specifically Johnson City, New York, which is like Astoria to, to um, New York City. Binghamton, Johnson City. Uh, and I sort of bopped around all those environs for um, the first 17 years of my life. Uh, we moved a lot. Um was your dad in the military? Or? No. No. Uh, my dad left uh, when I was uh, like eight. My parents split. Okay. Um, 
And I'm the oldest of many children. How many? Uh, there's seven of us all together. What? Yeah, it's too many. Guys, you know what? You don't need to have them. No. 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 What, may I ask, like, what, what religion were you raised? Uh, Methodist, but I was a member of the Salvation Army for a while because I saw guys in dolls. Well, sure. And I thought, oh, that's like, that's a thing. I could sing. Follow the fold. Right. I played Nicely Nicely Johnson later, but I was literally like the youngest bell ringer. Guys, that's a job that alcoholics do. That's what they hire, like recovering alcoholics. They just go out and ring the bell forever. Right. I was 17 years old doing that at my local mall. You're welcome. And where did musical theater find you during uh, all that? Yeah. Um, did you go to college for musical theater? No, I don't. I didn't go to college. That's amazing. Well, I don't have um, student loans, so that's really good. That is really, really um, good. I just sort of followed. I I think that structures uh, was hard for me. Hmm. Uh also, like, I was openly gay in high school, and that was not, um, that wasn't the best, maybe, decision I've ever made in my life, because it was the <laughs> early 90s. Yeah. Uh, I was class of 95. So, like, that's, like, not a great, not great. There's yeah. no Ellen. There's no Will and Grace. Like, there's nothing that's, like, normalizing right. my experience. So, uh, I ended up being the normalizer, <clears throat> but in the process, like, it was brutal, and, um... So, after high school, I did not want to be in another environment like that. And I discovered musical theater in high school. And that's where I found my tribe. And so I just kept following it wherever it took me. It took me to um, Florida. It took me to Austin, Texas. Uh, It took me to Ithaca, uh, New York for three years. And, you know, I was directing a lot of theater. And um, I I loved it. But eventually I burned out. you know, Burned when out you as a performer, yeah, well, a performer and a director, and you know, I would put myself because theater is not well paying, guys, no. guys. <laughs> if you're looking to get rich, and you are your last name is not Audra Ann McDonald, um, full last name Audra Ann McDonald, that's right. You probably aren't going to get rich in this business. Your heart and your life will be rich, but your wallet will be not yes so um you really have to love it you yeah it's like fully a labor of love and uh you know i got exhausted i was exhausted because Mm -hmm. i'm trying to scratch out a living uh doing theater like regional stuff Uh, and i had shifted to directing and it was cool but it wasn't making the mark i wanted to make and so i sort of stopped for a while um i uh, was working at a hotel in the Poconos. Um, five years ago, I uh, quit my job uh, out of the blue. Like, I was on a scheduled vacation. I walked in and said, I, I can't do this because I really hated people. That's what I learned um, working at a hotel. I don't, I I like people. Mm-hmm. I hate people. Like, uh, I need more towels. And, you know, when you Service. have when you have a name tag, you cease to be a human being, and I mm. did not love that, so uh, I quit my job. I uh, did not have a lot of money in the bank, but I um, found an apartment in Astoria on Craigslist, and I rented it, and I moved here, and uh, suddenly everything fell into place. Uh, three months later, I was working at Playbill as a creative director. I was there for three years. Yeah, uh, I left that to join Broadway Records. 
Wow. And that was just five years ago. Five years ago. Yeah. Five years ago, you just made this decision. Yeah, I turned 35, and I thought, you know, um, one day, I'm going to be ovulating sand and be very upset that I didn't do... Yeah. It's okay. You can laugh. Yeah. (laughs) The advocate calls me a gay comedian, so you're allowed to laugh at my jokes. Great. Great. I will. Um, (laughs) um, But I would be very upset if I did not pursue my passions. I would have been. And so I just did without a safety net. And I think for me, that really worked because there was some modicum of talent there to back up the dream and also like um a, a really sort of like no fucks were given scenario in my that's my personal philosophy in life i i have a mouth you know i i will say exactly what i think about things um if you follow me on twitter also you know hilarious well thanks but like, well, i look forward to your tweets more than most you i think that <laughs> that life is hard yes life got harder uh november yes. 9th uh and so if you even if it's gallows humor it's it's a way to look at life and you have to find something to laugh at or laugh with whether it's kafefe <laughs> yes which i'm just i'm naming that one dude in lame is kafefe uh, <laughs> he's like here's two pretty girls who drink a lot or i don't know lame is uh, <laughs> I, I know it less thank you so. oh you know it less miss? yes oh, I, do. I know it even less puns <laughs> puns here is something new. uh they're used to it <laughs> so yeah that's a very long-winded answer of uh me <clears throat> and why and how we met yeah uh, i just i literally landed in at broadway records um by chance uh yeah i and all roads lead in my life to Laura Benanti, which is how I ended up at Broadway Records. Really? Yeah. Tell me that story. Uh, so Laura is a, a dear, dear friend of mine for a dozen or so years. Um, and I have designed for her, uh, her website, her album, um, many other things. I'm editing film footage right now for her. For some guys, I do a lot. I don't know that yes. I do them all well, but I do them. I'm saying guys a lot. You're I welcome. say that on my show. I say it all and the time. Dolls. Like guys, 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 dolls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I'm just patting the bone. <laughs> dolls. Um, <laughs> um, so we've been friends forever, and when her album was coming out. Uh, live at Fine Science 54 or no it wasn't Fine Science it was just Live was at 54. 54 yeah um, she uh, she hired me to design it uh, which brought me to Broadway Records uh, Van Dien's attention and um, he would he would send me stuff like through the year to sort of freelance and one day we I don't know we had dinner together and I said God if I could just create and preserve theater music my entire life and design it. I, that's all I want to do. I could die very happily doing that. And um, about six months later, I I was scrolling through Facebook, looking at a friend's trip to uh, London and Paris. This will all make sense. This is very rambly. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> but I was so I was scrolling through these photos of uh, Jonathan Reed Geltz, uh trip. 
okay. he, uh, to London and Paris. And I was like, oh, screw it. And I'm sitting at Playbill and it was like a down day. Um, and I booked a trip to London and Paris for the next, for the following February. Wow. Uh, yeah, it was my first one. Um, but like I had money, Playbill, um, and I was freelancing all the time. And uh, I went out to go get lunch. I ran into Christine Andreas, who's a really great Broadway actress uh, from the 80s revival of Oklahoma, 79 revival of Oklahoma. She was Lori, straight up to like uh, the last Lacage. She was um, uh, the best of times. So, yeah, she's a queen. Find her albums. She's incredible. She's not on our label. Just find her albums are incredible. Um, And I, I bumped into her and I was like, what's going on with your new album? And she's like, I don't know. I need to... You know, you still need to raise some money for it because, you know, the struggle is real, but the hustle is deep. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, life motto, honestly. And um, I said, well, you know, I'm working with a bunch of different labels doing things now. Let's see if I can, you know, help you along that way. And um, as I was getting off the train that night to go home, my phone rang and it was Van. And he said, do you remember, do you remember what you said to me six months ago? And I said, no, <laughs> I don't. I don't remember yesterday. I don't remember what I had for lunch. No, I do remember what I had for lunch every day. What did you have for lunch today? Uh, Twizzlers and right. Code Red Mountain Dew. You're welcome. Um, I love Code Red. Oh, it's the best. It is the best. It's why? Why don't hand me a yellow Mountain Dew? Yeah, how dare yeah. you? I want it's not Code even Red. the same thing. I don't no. even. I don't even put them in the same. I need that right. burst of cherry flavor. That's right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> way off track, but uh, so Van Dien called you. Van and he was called. like, remember what you said? Yeah, and he was like, uh, do you remember what you said uh, six months ago? And I said, no. And he said, you said all you wanted to do was design cast albums your entire life. And I said, yeah, yeah, I do. And he said, well, uh, I want to. I'm creating a position for you. I want you to join me. And I said, that's incredible. Uh, and he like laid it all out on that phone call. He's like, this is the salary. This is the vacation. This is blah, blah, blah. Here's what, how everything will break down. Here's how, um, like your job duties, the whole thing. And I said, that is amazing. You need to know that I just booked a 10 day non-refundable trip to London and Paris for February of next year. And he said to me, well, I plan to change offices to bring you aboard, we probably wouldn't do it until February. So why don't you stay with Playbill through the new year, take your vacation, and you can start. And I started, I did. I went to London and Paris, had a whirlwind romance vacation. And uh, the very next day, I landed that night at uh, 10 o'clock and was in my new office at 10 the next morning. Wow. At Broadway Records. And that was just uh, a year and a half ago. That's crazy. And all because of Lorman Ante. That's, and that is what we call a callback. It's <laughs> <laughs> what we call full circle, kids. Thank you. Full In circle. In the biz. Stryker, don't drink that water. Oh, yeah, that's not good for you. I can't imagine carbonated water being good for dogs. Well, is it good for humans, honestly? Well, you have a soda stream. I do. Because you're artisanal, because you live in Brooklyn. Well, I know. I did it because I was spending a fortune... On like, Code Red. Getting, like, <laughs> <laughs> getting a two liter every day of... Oh, well, that's yeah. a lot. Well, it's, it's my water intake. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I was like, 
Now, now we'll get named of like over Perrier. Here. I w- <laughs> Is that the name you're dropping? Good night. <laughs> Perrier. Don't even heard of it. It's really fancy. It's fancy. I was getting. I was rehearsing for a demo of one of my musicals, mm-hmm. and I was at um, Ron Rains was doing oh, the demo. And I'm I was, sorry. And I was at his apartment. Follies, Ron Rains. Yeah, Tony nominee. Ron Annie Rains. Ron Rains. Yeah, Newsies, Ron Rains. Just Ron Rains. I mean, light Ron Rains. <laughs> and I was at his apartment playing uh-huh. playing. On his piano. I'm sorry. While he's, like, rehearsing. And he goes, he's, he's, he's like, would you like some sparkling water? And I'd never had it before. And I was like, sure, Ron Rains. And he brings me this glass. And it was, like, the best thing I'd ever had. Unless Erica does that to me. Yeah? Yeah. We When we were rehearsing her show at her place. Yeah. And, like, suddenly she, like, fancy. plopped down, like, soda stream fancy water. And I was like, what? 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 Okay. Yeah. Moms, they can do it all. It's true. And Sing. Raise children, make sparkling water. On joelbnew.com, you can access the Something New archive by clicking on the podcast tab. There, you'll find all 90-plus episodes featuring conversations and performances with friends and colleagues in the theater industry, including another regular 54 Below, lead producer of the Muse Match concert series, Bill Coyne. You know, part of Musematch was, like, how do I give people an opportunity to meet in a fresh way? And so I was like, well, if I I design this concert where I have a composer meet a singer they don't know, and I give them five questions that are designed to kind of get down to the core of who they are and what they want and what they love, what they're afraid of, what, like, is real and authentic about them, and then out of that, um, the writer is inspired to write something. So when I was 16 years old, I loved two things in the world. I loved musicals, and my mom was an avid reader, specifically of Stephen King novels, and I read them all. Whoa. Right. It's fine. My mom read Daniel Steele. Oh. Yeah. So it was, like, nicer. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mine was just like, mm, killer clown's gonna get you. <laughs> and yours was like, romance. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> he bared his pectorals. <laughs> I, I don't And that's why I'm gay. Oh. No, I don't know. That's probably... I mean, probably. Helped. Murder, she wrote. Helped. Well, <laughs> yes. <laughs> probably my obsession with Murder, she wrote. I mean, Angel Lansbury. Lorna Luft in season one of Murder, she wrote is the greatest thing in the world. It's I'm so, so mad that it's not on Netflix. That's, um... Because she's so coked out of her mind in that scene. I have it on DVD. You know what I'm talking yes. about? Yes. Where, like, so... Broadway, spoiler alert, Broadway somebody Nally. dies. What? I know. And she's literally just, like, grinning from ear to ear, standing on stage, one hand on her hip, jauntily. She's so high. You think so? Oh, my God. Go watch it. Oh, no. Are you going to watch it tonight? Probably. Yeah. You're going to text me, and you're going to be like, oh, yeah. Because she can't stop grinning, even though somebody's dead. Yes. On the floor. In front. She's, like, doing that, like, lots of grit. Like, <laughs> everything's terrific. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's sensational. <laughs> um, <laughs> a little Eliza there. Yeah. Uh, so when I was, so the confluence of all that, of course, was Carrie. Uh, Carrie the musical. Yes. Betty Buckley. Yes. S- with her cords of steel. Um, and so I, like the good gay I am, put in my diskette of AOL. Got my ten free hours. Um, hunting for stuff about Carrie, and there was nothing. And that's when I just learned how to make a website on GeoCities. Wow. I created the Carrie the Musical website. 
it was around for 20 years. I went to the Binghamton, um, SUNY Binghamton Library, got all the reviews from London. I typed all those. I got, like, I, like, typed the script. There were middies on there. Um, and this it took a long time to upload things. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like now. Through phone lines. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank it, God no one, like, picked up the phone to, like, make a call. Right? There goes that. Eve was weak. <laughs> Gone! <laughs> um... And so that was like that. Carrie, that was the impetus. Well, yeah, it was really like uh, has really been so far woven into my theater legacy. It, again, the air quotes are very heavily, and the raised <laughs> eyebrow is like hitting my hairline. Um, but it's so enmeshed in like who I am and the guacamole that is me. That um, ugh, what a horrible metaphor. But I still really want some guac now. Like blockheads or yeah there's not one in brooklyn no there's no, no. we don't have that here oh i'm sorry <laughs> you have our teas guacamole it's made with cheeses yes <laughs> like there was not no chance that i was going to solo debut and not sing from carrie sure yeah and then this not since carrie medley of flop flop flops is there some some baby in there yeah <laughs> yeah is liz Small calloway angel. sitting ringside while I sing some baby at her? Yeah. Am I going to throw up on her? Probably. Getting back to, like, your life as a designer. So yeah. that that all came from Carrie. All started with Carrie. That's... All because of the GeoCities website. Um, and I, I, I'm not trained as a designer. I happen to have a very good eye. And somehow, um, you know, some people can sit at a piano and play. They intuitively know how to play that instrument and make beautiful things from it i can sit at a mac and having never seen a program absorb everything about that program and make something beautiful uh just by clicking around it for an hour and so that's like design for me just sort of fell in and it's wonderful because it really marries like my passion for theater and um preserving theater music which is so important and um, design and making things beautiful. And, you know, shellacking the show of the world with something lovely. That's do a sound bite. Do you still do that through Ghostlight Design? Uh, that- yeah, yeah, yeah. That's me. So Ghostlight Design is, uh, I was sort of, I was like, I don't think it should be like, Robbie Roselle Design! Because I, I mean, I'm a narcissist, but I'm not that bad of a narcissist. <laughs> so I was like, what's like a theatrical name? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I wanted to say what I am and, and what I do. It needed to be theatrical in nature uh, but and serve a purpose. Yeah. And that wasn't Robbie Roselle, designer of the gods and the earth. I designed websites for a lot of people. And I designed freelance CDs for a lot of people. So cool. All the time. We have just darted all around the the map yeah. that is Sorry, Robbie Roselle. No, I've loved it. Um, because honestly, I don't didn't know too much about you when I first met you. And as I said, like I kept zooming out and finding out that you do more of these things. And it's just, um, like you're an exciting guy, Robbie Rizal. Thanks. You'll be new. Like you make, you make me happy. Like I'm glad, I'm glad you're here in the theater community. I, and I love being in the theater community. Like I can't imagine it without you. Yeah. I, I can't imagine being anywhere else. Yeah. I, because I came out so young, um, and, you know, it, I probably would have killed myself 
uh, if I didn't discover theater. And so I think that I've spent, this is where it could seep and I bring down the room. Uh, and then I'll sing a sappy ballad. Uh, <laughs> I don't have a song, guys. Um, There's no song today. Sorry. We'll, we'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, I, I probably would have been like, it would be too much to bear. But theater music, specifically theater music, is was the outlet that sustained me. And so I've spent every moment of my life since then giving back in any way that I can because I'm still alive. I'm thriving. I'm doing better than most people. Let's be real. (laughs) Um, You know, life is very good to me. uh, And I think a lot of that just has to do with I'm very... I try to be very good to people and, and so if that just comes back. Yes, it does. And that's deep thoughts <laughs> we'll be right back Are you <laughs> oh we're back we're back <laughs> surprise <laughs> um well this is the part where we would usually set up the song for the episode i'm so glad but you guys we um we don't have a song for you today which is kind of a something new first but we're gonna have robbie back Oh. And I'm going to write you something. Guys, it's a two-part. And, yeah, you're going to come back on some this is like random a episode. cliffhanger. Yeah, like, like a Murder, She Wrote two-parter. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> Len Cariel, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely Len Um So look forward to that. And while you're waiting with bated breath to find out what the heck I'm going to write for this guy, um, go hear him sing, um, as I will... On Friday, June 9th, at Feinstein's 54 Below, 9.30. 9.30. We're kicking off Tony Weekend. That's amazing. Yeah. Be sure, y'all, to follow me on all things social media, and you can find those links and so much more on joelbnew.com. While you're on the interwebs, go on over, open a new tab, and go to robbyrozell.com, um, where all of his things... And you keep it very current. I was very impressed. Yeah, I try. Like, I think, you know... First of all, because I maintain so many websites, and I'm like, you need to have it up. Yeah. Uh, but also, like, I make like there's social media integration on it. So, like, mm-hmm. if I tweet or it Insta, all, yeah. it's all right there instantly. Yeah. That's a sound effect. It oh was. my god, I have so many special skills. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Finding that before our very eyes, I can just make noises. <laughs> and you're, can you're, you just write a radio play, and I will be in it. I will. Yeah, you'll be the full here. Yeah, I'm great. Here. The door opens. She walks in. There's a horse. I got... Did you just call me a horse? <laughs> Hung like a... Or... Uh, what is this rated? I, I Well, it depends on the day. Okay. We sent a lot of stuff. We did. Yeah. Go, to Go to RobbieRozell.com. Go to RobbieRozell.com. Um, your handle, your Twitter handle is Diva Robbie. I've been Diva Robbie everywhere since 16. And Amazing. that's, uh, that's just a, uh, that's, I don't even know what that is. That's a lesson in branding. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a you cautionary fable. Like, like, at least it's consistent. Cautionary fable. <laughs> Hashtag at Diva Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> subscribe to. Has anyone tried to like do that, like a hashtag with an at sign in it? I, I no, because it would what? cut the hashtag immediately. Oh. Yeah. Once you put in like a any kind of character, gone. Really? Yeah. I was an early adopter to Twitter, and so like hashtags are in all the things. I'm in it. Yeah. Got it. I'm there. All right. Hashtag duly noted. <laughs> subscribe to, rate, review this podcast. Tell your friends all about it. Um, you know, this is uh, this is my fifth year doing this, so um, go on you to iTunes. Thank you. Oh my god. Thank this you. is like girl cream? I was like 11 when I started this. Wow. Uh, so go over to the iTunes store. Um, give this a, a five-star rating, if you please. Um, hashtag five stars for five years. Five um, for five. Five for five. Five. Mm-hmm. Five dollar. Five dollar, five dollar foot long. Yeah. Like, is, that, is that where we're going with this? Five stars, five years. Five dollar yeah. foot long. Uh, special thanks to Broadway World, who uh, partners with me on this uh, lovely endeavor. And last but not least, thank you, Robbie Rizal. Thank you for Jill. being on my show and for schlucking, schlech- schlumping, schlucking, schlucking, schlumping, schlepping, schlepping. Well, are you a Jew? No. no, clearly you're like Irish. I uh, yes, yeah. I was yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not either, but it's fine. Yeah. I Sorry. know the word schlepping. Once I was a schlepper, now I miss Mazeppa. Thank you, Stephen Sondheim. Yeah. Yeah. From my apartment in Brooklyn, guys, this is Joel B. New. This is Robbie Roselle. Saying thank you for dropping by Thanks. for something new. Bye. Bye. my steps in. Thank you. Thought of that one in the shower. Oh my god. (laughs) We got this. I ain't the type to rush into things, but the way you do things to me And I'm all wired Have you gotten tired of me? I am texting You're not texting So I'm texting again Not to be intrusive Why are you so elusive? It's downright abusive It's not how a boyfriend acts When it's love you free it And when it ain't so be it But this is love can't you see it It's like you got cataracts Don't you know I'm crazy For you Crazy Memorized your voicemail greeting. You're already cheating on me. I hear it in your pre recorded voice. <laughs> it's always good when you laugh at your own jokes. <laughs> we'll start that one over. No. 
memorized your voicemail greeting. You're already cheating on me. Don't make me track your phone to find you. Who's that guy behind you? It's me. I'm just kidding that I'm kidding. That's me kidding again. Not to be intrusive. Why are you so elusive? It's downright abusive. This ain't how a boyfriend acts. When it's love, you free it. And when it ain't, so be it. But this is love, can't you see it? It's like you got cataracts. Don't you know I'm crazy for you? Crazy for you. I should probably hate you, but I don't use the word hate. If you're not careful, I'll cancel our first date. But probably not. Probably not. JK. JK. Not to be intrusive, why are you so elusive? It's downright abusive. This ain't how a boyfriend acts. When it's love, you free it. And when it ain't, so be it. But this is love, can't you see it? It's like you got cataracts. Don't you know I'm crazy for you? Crazy for you. Don't you know I'm crazy for you? Crazy for you. Theatrical media.